0: What's up everybody, my name is Brandon Cunningham with Sports Talk Brandon on this Tuesday, January 5th. Today we're we'll gonna be talking about Monday Night Raw from last night, which was Raw Legends Night. This show was kind it went by fast. I have to give them that. Went by fast. The legend stuff was kinda of eh. There was a lot of good matches on the show. That's the upside. We'll get to it. Overall show was kind of average. I kinda of don't really like the fact they do legend night every once in a while because they hold storylines or don't really have any build, and it's just kind of having these legends come out for kind of a cheap pop kind of thing, but let's get into it, the show kicks off proper with um, Hulk Hogan kind of cutting a promo, having his phone out, and kind of just talking about, you know, like, uh, you know, go on Facebook, go on Twitter, go on Instagram, do all these things to promote the show, and... After that, we jump right into a Miss TV segment. This segment was fun, but it also felt long. And I agree with a lot of other people. Miss TV is one of those things where, um, where you feel like they take they take a long time getting to the point what they were trying to get at. So, Miss and them promote Legend Night, talk about all these little things, Legends, everything, and. Right after that, they invite the New Day, um, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods to the ring. And Kofi and Xavier just pretty much take over the segment, make their own show, um, and pretty much ask the New Day questions, or ask the Miz and Morrison questions, but Miz is having none of it. Morrison is actually answering the questions, which is kind of funny. I think it's that part good. Morrison is actually answering the questions and kind of making fun. Miz is like, John, wait, what are you why are you, and Miz goes off on them, we, um, so Miz, go, they go back and forth for a bit, finally, Tay Long comes out when the first Legend of the Night, which I think the Long, Tay Long's appearance is actually kind of funny, I don't mind that one as much as some of the others, some of the other ones were kind of good, yeah. So Tay Long comes out, he makes a match between Miz and Morrison and the Undertaker, which gets kind of, was kind of funny, and Pierce comes out and says, well, yeah, no, not gonna happen, and then Long's like, no, it's a tag team match between Miz and Morrison and the New Day, which will happen right now. Uh, this was so good. I enjoyed this. I was. I enjoyed this part. And the match between Miz and Morrison, Morrison versus the New Day was really, really good. New Day was up on the upper hand most of the match, which was kind of weird. I don't know how that really worked out. Morrison gets worked over a lot. And. Miz has been on the offensive side. And once that happens, basically, it's still so Miz, Miz gets a hot tag, gets, works them over a little bit. New Day get back on top. Once New Day get back on top, it's New Day to the end. New Day hits their finish on Morrison for the win. So Miz and Morrison lose again. But I think they're going to... I don't know why they're doing it. But they're building it up as if Miz and Morris keep losing. Miz it has the briefcase. He eventually is going to win that title. And I have a hunch why he might win that title eventually. Because who uh, Drew Beckett is facing it. Who Drew Beckett talked to it the the night after their ma- his match against Keith Lee. We'll get to it. It's kind of weird. Um. Then after this, we had... After the match, they... We go to a... Um, there was a couple backstage segments. Um, we have an interview with... Uh, Charlie... Charlie interviews uh, Randy Orton... After Alexa with Randy Orton... The I mean, video package kind of plays. So talking about that few. And Orton pretty much says he didn't... Want to burn Alexa. He didn't do it. I, I kind of feel like everybody else in a sense. Like wow, that was kind of anticlimactic, doesn't really mean much, and, well, you know, <laughs> really doesn't have no bearing on the um, rest of the rest of the story, which was kind of weird, I kind of felt like that was a little underplayed, but hey, nonetheless, where um, Andy says I need to go talk some legends, and he, I'm going to put all these together, so he goes to a Big Show, Talks to him, kind of eggs on Big Show. Eggs on Mark Henry, who looks like he is hurt. He's had a surgery on something. And then eggs on Ric Flair at the end, which the Ric Flair one was the best. I think Ric Flair and the Big Show were the best ones. I love the Mark Henry one. That's actually kind of funny. That's is really good. Um, so those three were really good. I like the way they did those backstage segments. They're actually interesting. And then Randy Warren's supposed to face Jeff Hardy later on in the night. So after this, we... Um, After the backstage end with Charlie Caruso, then we had a match between Elias and uh, AJ Styles. This match was really fun. This match was really, really good. Gave it a good amount of time. Elias looks really well in this match. He's hitting his offense. He's doing really well. AJ Styles finally gets in the upper hand. Um, Once AJ Styles gets in the upper hand, he pretty much beats up Elias. And he wins with the... Uh, styles Clash, so, and then, Riker gets in there, takes the guitar that Elias had, tries to hit AJ with, then almost pretty much, like, karate kicks it out of the, out of, out of Riker's hand to make, pretty much explode. That was really cool. I like the way they're having the two henchmen, or sidekicks of each guy work, and I think eventually almost and Riker will fight. I don't know when, but they look like they're heading in that direction. Um, I'm looking forward to where they go with that. And then after this, we had a backstage segment with uh, Angel, Garza, uh, was Angel Garza. Yes, it was Angel Garza. Backstage, he won the 24 7 title earlier in the day from our Truth. He's backstage, kind of hanging up on like Alexa Fox, Ale- Alicia Fox, and a couple other legends throughout the night. And then from my, I'll skip to this part. I'm just gonna get mine this together. He is talking to Kelly Kelly and you know, he's trying to get the rose to Alicia and all them and, and Kelly Kelly, but not really working. Um, Kelly Kelly says Cardi B is here or something like that. And then he walks over to this like real room area. The boogeyman pops out. which is really, I think a really good cameo for the boogeyman. He does a really good job with those. Boogeyman pops out, Garza runs, Archery rolls him up for the one, two, three. As Kelly Kelly says this, right before this, Kelly Kelly was talking to Nikki Cross. So I don't know where that was going. Archer with the title back, he goes off with Kelly Kelly and Nikki Cross and Garza just of out there laying, left laying. Um, the only reason Garza won the title is actually from a previous 2021 TikTok segment thing they did. And he's back there with the new day hanging out and Garza rolls up him at that party. So that was kind of fun. Um, uh, After this, we had uh, Keith Lee warming up backstage, Riddle comes up, and Riddle says, you know, you can be champion, you can do all these things, you're good, you know what you're doing, you're one of the best at what you do. All this stuff, and I have to give him credit, at least it was actually really cool. Um, And I think the one thing I loved the most about it is the fact that... um, Riddle, Riddle just played it off like like nothing, kind of like. Uh, and I think it was kind of funny, just like Keith, like I got you, you're good. Uh, he didn't blow him off like the pre- one of the previous times they did this, but I like how their chemistry is still kind of there, which is really good. So Riddle comes out. He has a match against Bobby Lashley. Riddle versus Barbara Lashley. This match was really fun, really good. And I love the like power by Lashley, the Riddle just getting out of holds. The ending was kind of convoluted. So here's the ending. So basically, Lashley puts Riddle in the her, in the full Nelson. As this is going on, the ref trying to get out of the way of the two men because Riddle's like flailing around trying to get out of it. Ref ducks under. Lashley turned the way tw- away from the ref. And Riddle taps. Here's the problem. Riddle taps. Ref doesn't see it. So, Lashley thinks he won. Only problem is, didn't happen. Riddle's like, ref never saw it. Riddle hits a knee. A knee. Once he hits that knee, Riddle penned them for the one, two, three. Lashley and um, MVP are pissed. They Riddle runs up the ramp, and they're just mad. They're screaming at the ref. Ref says he never saw it. So that was the ending. Overall, the match was fun. I like the match, but I don't think, um, I don't think the match really built up to what it was supposed to be at that point. Um, um but it's still a fun match. Nothing too weird about it. I think the match built up, and I think the I think the ending could have been better. But they're gonna fight for a good long time, and. Um, play, you know, face off against it for the U.S. title. So we'll see what happens there. Then we had a Charlotte Flair, Oscar versus um, Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce. This match was actually kind of weird because okay, Charlotte comes out first with her dad, Ric Flair. They come out. We go to the commercial. Come back. Oscar comes out. Then we have the two heels come out. Two uh, Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce come out. They could have promo beforehand. And uh they talk about they're gonna be legend, they're gonna do you know, these two have paved the way kind of condescendingly, not really in a not really in a like good way. So the match happens, matches good back and forth. Lacey tries to woo Rick Flair a couple times, and pretty much the first time she tries it, Charlie just beats her up for it, destroys her. Second time she tries it, Charlie beats her up again. The third time she tries it, Rick tries to help her daughter accidentally trips Charlotte and they lose the match because Peyton voice Panther. Charlotte pretty much runs down her dad and tells her to leave and Charlotte's just mad. Um I I it was a good match, but it just it feels kind of weird because Oscar hasn't done a thing for the, her Robin title. And then Charlotte declared herself for the Royal Rumble, which probably means she's going to win it. Most likely. Um... Uh, I'm ultimately, I don't know where they are going with this. They're going to show Charlotte Flaherty most likely, but they did the breakup story once before where her and her dad didn't get along and then she went away from her dad, which makes sense. Fine. Go ahead and do it. Um, so after all, you know, all those matches and everything, we have we had a couple of segments intertwined with uh, Randy Orton. Also, we had a segment backstage with Drew McIntyre. Sheamus, who's, you know, you know, talking to Drew and saying, you got this, you can do with everything. And Hulk Hogan walks up, and um, I think it was one of the his valet at the time, where, and they start talking, and, you know, Sheamus walks off, Hulk says, you got this, and Drew's like, I know what you're going to say. He talks, you know, he has Hulk Hogan's catchphrase and all that, and they pose and all that. It was really kind of fun. I didn't mind it. Um, that was the only segment, all, all, all the other segment Hulk Hogan was in, which makes sense. Okay, cool. Not really much else there. Um, so, after this, uh, we had Shayna Baszler. is supposed to face Man, uh, Mandy Rose, but Baszler comes out, pretty much chokes out Mandy Rose with a careful clutch. Um... Dana Brooke comes out. Dana Brooke says, you know, if you want to fight, we're going to fight right now. And the match is on. Dana Brooke pretty much w- wins because Baser was on the upper hand. She wins by pin- pinning the shoulders to the mat. While she's in the carryout clutch. She gets the one, two, three. Baser's just mad. She puts Brooke back in the careful clutch. Rose gets back up, knocks her down. They beat her up and get her out of the ring. I kind of feel bad for Baylor because she was one of the next big things in that division. And then they just kind of flatten her out, which is eh, not great. But ultimately, I see what they're I don't know what they're going to do from here on out. Um, uh, so after this, we get to. Uh, we get to a the backstage with uh, Randy. This was like the last one with Ric Flair. The Hurt Business versus Lucha House Party. This match was fun, but I think Lucha House Party... Lucha House Party had a lot of offense. They were up on the upper hand most of the time. And they're still building the tension between Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. And Benjamin's got mad because Alexander, they blacked himself a bunch of times. And everybody's trying to calm them down. They lose. And after the match... Um... uh, Um, and then, so back the, at the end of the match, they're on the outside. Lucha House Party's already gone, and they're just fighting between each other. And uh, and he's like, Yo, "You need to get your head in the game. We need to get back on track." And Alexander says, I, "What I'm do I'm doing what I need to do." And Alexander just walks off and leaves. I don't think they should build tension because there's nobody left in the Tag Division on the Raw side. But eh, okay, fair enough. Um, so that happens. Then we get the main event, which was uh, Drew McIntyre versus Keith Lee. Drew comes out and does his little entrance. We call the commercial comeback. Keith Lee comes out. And then we have all the legends from the night sit on the ramp watching the match, which is kind of like not great. But, yeah, okay. This match was good, though. This match was so much fun. Hard-hitting, two big guys that know what to do in the ring, I can rest in the ring. We have spot after spot after spot at one point. We have a Spanish fly from the top. We see couple, like, knees. They go for a lot of stuff, power move, a lot of power moves, a lot of everything. This is a back-and-forth match. Um, Keith gets on the upper hand at the beginning, and Keith works over um, McIntyre. McIntyre gets on the back foot. In the back of the match. The Spanish fly from the top was amazing. A lot of the a lot of just the technical work was amazing. A lot of the power stuff was amazing. Drew McIntyre wins with the Claymore to win the match. One, two, three. He wins. Then after the match, Keith Lee just kinda of teleports away. Um or they shake hands, they have a sign of respect, then he teleports away. You hear Goldmore music hit. Goldmore music hits, Goldmore comes out. And this little this little part ran long ran short because the show ran long. Um, um. So after this, so when Gilbert comes out, Gilbert says, you know, you don't respect these legends. Do you think you can beat most of them? And funnily enough, the way he said it didn't make sense because Drew's have said, I respect everybody in this ring. They've paid the way. Brandy wasn't the respect of legends, which, fine. Go right ahead. But I love Drew's line. Drew says, you know, if I face you, it's like facing my dad, which basically has Goldberg old. And Goldberg says, you know, I'm not coming here to face you. I want that title. And we're going to fight at Rumble. And, and Drew's like, okay, fair. And after they go back and forth, he pushes Drew down. And Drew's just sitting there. And then they face the black. Well, what? Uh, was there more to that? No, not really. Um, so that was the end of the show. I... It was kind of abrupt. I think they were trying to make it run, have it run a little longer, but they didn't have the time for it. (sighs) Ultimately, this show was not great. This show was like an average show. The matches on the show were good. All the matches were really good. The backstage stuff, not really great. The legend stuff, not really great. Outside of the Randy Orton one, all the Randy Orton ones, and then even a couple other ones that we saw. See. Um, and then so that that really worked well rest of stuff was kind of eh and I don't think this raw life night really helped him because we didn't see Retribution we didn't see Ricochet Ricochet was there because he actually shows up against the before Randy comes to see uh, Mark Henry which is kind of interesting that was the only camera for Ricochet no match No Alexa Bliss. Um, no, really, not much of anything. No, only other women's matches, only women's matches was... Uh, uh, um, basically, had the Charlotte match, Charlotte Oscar match versus Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans. Then we had the other women's match, which is Shayna Baszler versus uh, Dana Brooke after Mandy Rose gets beat up. That was it for the women's are things. Um, outside of that there's really nothing else really noteworthy on the show outside the ending if we're going to have Goldberg fight at the Royal Rumble he cannot win if he wins I could see uh, I could see uh, Miz catching in there to get the title which would be kind of bad but ultimately if he does they could have Drew get back in the Rumble I don't know what they would do but we'll see um, that was the show in general. I did enjoy it. It was fun, but I feel like the legend stuff really kind of hampered the show in, in not a good way. What do y'all think? I really do appreciate y'all listening. Hope you did enjoy. I'll Be back on, uh, Thursday to do NXT, which is New Year's Evil, NXT on tomorrow night, which should be fun, and give my predictions for the first wild card, wildcard wild card weekend in the NFL. I'm looking for that as well. Hope to hear from Hope to hear from me next time. See ya.